The following podcast is completely fictional. All of the characters, even those based on real people, are fictional. They are just impressions by a weird dude talking to himself for your enjoyment. Hola, bramigos. Hey, everybody. It is Above the Dave. It is the season two finale. And I am going to be talking about all the Camp Biscos I went to and my vague fucking memories of those. And I'm going to be doing that with my homie, Spun Rob, who's coming into the studio to talk about his memories or lack thereof of Camp Biscos of years past. And following that, we finally have in the studio a band that needs no real introduction other than they're some real OGs. And of course, I'm talking about Mo. So me no want no nice guy and me no want no sliced pie. It's another episode of The Lutzy. Bisco, just saying the name uh, immediately evokes a smell. It is, as many know it, to be some of the dirtiest music festivals you could have gotten down with in the 99s and 2000s. Its reputation precedes itself. Either you're too young to know what you're about to get into, or you know exactly what you're getting into, and you are very fucking excited about it. It's the festival where everybody brings their sketchy, drugged-out friend, and you probably got way more fucked up here than any other Disco Biscuit show. Yes, Camp Bisco. It's a place where we can be us, which is... A bunch of fucking drug addicts. Telling someone you went to Camp Bisco is like telling them that you just shaved five to seven years off of your life. I have done five Camp Biscos. Not all were total lose-your-mind drug fests, but most were. And I would like to run through these five Camp Biscos with a guy who I know who also went to all five of these Camp Biscos. And his name is Spun Rob. We're going to bring him out here and uh, run through some of these Camp Bisco memories. So ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce Spun Rob. What's up, dude? What's up, Spun? How we living? I did. I'm fucking chilling, dude. (laughs) Did you do New Year's Eve? I did, dude. Yeah. How was that? Huh? That was pretty cool, huh? Yeah, dude, it was. What happened, dude? All right, dude, listen, I got fucking kicked out. Again? Yeah, I know, dude, but shit, dude. I just, you know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't drink on ketamine. I know that. I I fucking know that, dude. 
dude, you got can't mix those two, my friend. Dangerous, dangerous shit, dude. Fuck. Just you know, fucking the homies were just fucking pouring them out, dude. For my homie that fucking passed away, dude. Oh man, I'm sorry to hear that. And we were just fucking like drinking and doing a whole bunch of fucking K in his honor, dude. Oh man, I'm so sorry to hear that. I, I, you know, I didn't know that 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 ha- that happened. How did, if I may ask, how did he go? Fucking drinking in K, dude. What the f- spawn? Come on, man. You know better than that. It's just like a wook thing we do, man. It's like when a homie dies from a drug overdose, like we do that drug in like an honor of that, dude. But like usually not the same bag because it's probably got fentanyl in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should probably not dip into the same shit as your dead homie. Yeah, not at, not at first at least. Yeah, totally. So we're talking Camp Biscos here today, my man. Sag, dude. Fucking love camp, dude. It's like the best time of the year when it happens, dude. Yeah, totally. It really, I mean, back in the day it was. I mean, that was that was everything. That was the summer highlight right there. For sure, dude. Um, I know that I've been to five Camp Biscos, which I didn't even know. I had to look that up in preparation of today. I, I had to stare at the set list and then look at my fantasy shows that I went to and put it together. Five of them. I, that's, and I know you went to all five of these. You, we were at the same ones uh, every time. I remember you worked kind of like at a few. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I was like a vendor for a couple and uh, vendor slash dealer, you know. Yeah, it all starts for me in 2002. And that would be Camp Bisco 3, Senior Boombox, I guess was the theme. And I'll say this about Solansky Farms in Uniondale, Pennsylvania, Camp Bisco 3. I'll say this, most fucked up right out the gate. This first one, most fucked up I had ever been. Uh, first time I ever candy flipped, and I was to- a total mess. I wandered around Camp Bisco 3 on a head full of acid and ecstasy. I'm pretty sure it was like pills. And just kind of was a uh, weird, I was the weird guy. Camp Bisco 2002, if that was the the only time you uh, ever made an interaction with me in my entire life, then your impression of me is just stumbling into your campsite like that dude. Like just the stumbled into the campsite like, hey, you guys got a beer? Straight up, that was me at Camp Bisco first time candy flipping, wandering campsites. And what I learned was that's not a good idea at Camp Bisco. Some festivals you'll be welcomed with open arms and people tossing beers at you. Uh, not at Camp Bisco, turns out. Yeah, there no one was interested in, in random dudes wandering into the campsite. Um, I, I posed no threat. I was just, I didn't know what was going on. I, I was that fucked up at this festival. Yeah, dude, for sure. That makes two of us, dude. Oh, yeah, you too? I mean, yeah, dude, that, pretty much every festival. But, um, yeah, real fucked up for this one. For sure, yeah. I had the fire fucking uh, Mitsubishi, so. Oh, yeah, that was like back in the day when, when Mitsubishi ecstasy pills were a thing. Oh, fuck sure, dude. Mitsubishi's, dude. This is before Tesla's. Yep, this is that's the thing, I guess, now. Yeah, I had Mitsubishi's and Lamborghini's, dude. Oh, sick. Probably some of the best pills I've ever had. So we were just chomping on those all weekend. So I pretty much just floated all around that hill. Yeah, yeah. This was, um, I, I remember two things 
the most about Camp Bisco 3. Number one, MC Phase, I believe is his name. He's a guy that raps, I think like Paul Norman was DJing and he was a rapper who rapped over at late night the first night and freestyled and did crowd work and was basically just the weirdest soundtrack for roaming around with your head full of drugs in a festival setting, in a small festival setting, where this guy is just on this one stage as this other guy's kind of spinning like drum and bass type breakbeat stuff, and the other guy's just freestyle rapping, and he's not good, and uh, it's not going well, and it's just kind of this weird soundtrack that is odd, right? Well, the next night, DJ Paul Norman has, I think, another set after the Biscuits. They put him on both late nights. Homie brought out the same MC phase who did the same raps over again the second night. I was like, bro, it's just the same dudes on drugs again here all listening to you repeat yourself. That was a, that was odd. That whole fucking MC phase guy, he was like, his voice was so funny. Uh, it was cracking everybody up as we were just like hanging out with every sketchy dude in the Northeast surrounded, you know, by a fire or just fucking sitting around on so many drugs and just hearing this guy be like, biblical, sabbatical, biblical, and just this like real, like cheese ball type voice. Um, MC Phase, we joked about you for years. You were so funny and hilarious. I don't think you were trying to be. Uh, if you were, oh my God, you're my hero. If you weren't, I'm so sorry. If you're hearing this, MC Phase, I don't know where you are, MC Phase, but um, you are very, very bad at rapping. Um, but your energy was off the fucking charts, and you cracked up the few thousand people who were at this festival. Also, repeating the same songs the second night was bold. That was a bold call. Um, second thing I remember about Camp Bisco 3 is wandering up another hill uh, one of the nights and coming into contact with one of my favorite festival things, which is a band who shows up and performs on the back of a pickup or like sets up their gear outside of their van and just jams. Uh, I love that. Uh, always have. It's a fun thing to like wander into and it's a terrible thing to be sleeping next to. So for those people, uh, I feel that. I've been that guy uh, at High Sierra. But just like wandering into it in the middle of the night, it is a nice change of pace, especially when MC Phase is fucking with his his terrible rhymes. So I remember stumbling into this band. It was just like a fucking, you know, generic type jam band couple guys playing whipping post right and but i remember just being so bugged out because the crowd was a bunch of these people who were like really cultish at least in my head full of acid i felt like everybody was just these big smiles they're all fucked up and they would like just come up to me or my friend and be like they're pretty good huh with these huge fucked up eyes and smiles like these guys are sick huh and you're just like i mean yeah yeah it's it's cool they're so amazing, dude. I love them. And I'm like, what? what's their name? And this guy's like, The Project. And I was like, oh, you, what the fuck? I mean, that's the laziest motherfucker. The Project, I hate this band. And I love the Allman Brothers. Whipping Post, you're fucking, that's cool. Then like a random chick came over and she was like, how, how good are The Project? They're so good. I love them so much. And I felt like they were trying to like get us to like convert to their cult. Again, 
I'm on a lot of drugs. But that's how it felt. And I'm like, yo, I'm never going to be a fan of a group called The Project. Are you fucking kidding me? They couldn't think of who will prove that. At very least, you got to be the something project. You can't just be the ugh, fucking A. You know, come on, guys. What the fuck? <laughs> and they and I don't remember if they were good or bad. I but their name was so bad that I was like immediately wrote them off and wrote off all of these weird people who seemed to be like cultishly trying to convince people around them that this was the sickest band ever in a re- weird, convincing, fucked up drug way. And uh, it just gave me weird energy and creepy vibes. And the project, man, I just I never would have thought that they would have made it. And it's so crazy that they're so big right now. So that, you know, shame on me for doubting them. Um, I don't know where they are, but um, but they really had some devoted fans. And I don't know what they were feeding those people. They had like four seriously devoted fans. The project, dude. Yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, my boy was the bass player, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. What did, what did you think of them? fucking suck dude dude right they i mean what the fuck the project that's what i was saying dude it's like guys you cannot call yourselves the project dude that is not legit you got to be the something something project or whatever exactly dude fuck god that's just like you're dooming yourself right from the jump yeah dude i mean they did a sick whipping post but yeah i think it was pretty good who were those people that were trying to convince me of to go hang out with them or like follow this band just fluffers dude you know every band's got them dude yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. Do you have any good memories of Camp Bisco 3? Honestly, dude, I don't really remember much of Camp Bisco 3. Um, I'm pretty sure I was just slanging a lot of ecstasy. Definitely ran out. No issues with the cops, which was sick. Nothing about the music or anything? Uh, dude, it was a long time ago, but I'm going to say music was pretty sick. Yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm at. I think I remember being like that was a pretty good music festival. I don't I don't think many Biscuit fans put Camp Biscos like at the top of their list for the best Biscuit shows for whatever reason. I mean, there's a lot of good ones, but like one of them actually I would say is in my in my favorite shows. Yeah, I was just real, real fucked up on like a lot of shit. I was just real fucked up for that one. For me, it was night two. Uh, that first set, that's when I was rolling and tripping. And that was, that was probably the most fucked up I've ever been for a Camp Bisco set was the, was that. Damn, dude, you're sounding pretty wokish right now, dude. Dude, that was the closest I ever came to being a woke, that festival. No shame in that game, dude. Agree to disagree. Um, my second Camp Bisco was Camp Bisco 4, the transformation. I don't remember these names, but... Uh, yeah, dude, transformation, dude. I'll tell you what I remember about Camp Bisco 4. I lived with three guys. We just kicked out our fourth roommate after some drama, and we were looking for a fourth guy, and there was this guy who we met, and uh, he came to the spot from Craigslist, and uh, we talked with him, and he's like, I'm in a band, and we're playing in a few days at Harper's Ferry. This is in Boston. And we said, dude, you seem cool, so the place is right down the street. We're going to be there on Thursday or whatever, and we're going to see your band at Harper's Ferry. And if your band sucks, then you're out, bro. If your band's cool, then you're our roommate, bro. Because that's how you do things when you're 24. And uh, so we go to Harper's Ferry, and it's this dude, he's a, he's his drummer, and his band's sick. Uh, they're called Moonbox. And they were this sick jam band. Bunch of Berkeley guys. And they were fucking awesome. And so he comes over after his set. 
and we're like, dude, your band rules. You are in here. <laughs> you can live in the tiny room right off from where they, we watch TV and smoke weed every night. You know, that's your room. And he was like, fucking hey, perfect. And dude seemed real cool. Well, he's like, well, I can't move in right away because it was like the about the end of August and he's going to move in September. He goes, I'm going to be away this weekend. I'm, I'm going to Camp Bisco. And I go, you're going to Camp Bisco? I'm going to Camp Bisco. And it was like, holy shit. So we first thing I did when I after setting up my tent was I hit up uh, the new homie and walked over there. His name's Quinn. And Quinn's like, you want to go see some music? I was like, fuck yeah, let's go see some biscuits. And he's like, all right. I think he gave me some acid and we just took acid. And that was my first time hanging out with my new roommate was taking acid and seeing this first night of Camp Bisco 4. It dude's great. He's actually one of my best friends in the entire world. Uh, still to this day, we have seen a ton of uh, fish shows together and biscuits. And he was in that band for, for a few years after this, and they were pretty great. The Indo Box, for all the Boston people listening, if you're familiar, uh, they were wonderful. Our first time ever hanging out was uh, taking acid at this show. So that's kind of fun. Spun, what did you think of this show? Dude, unfortunately, yeah, this show was pretty sick for what I could catch. But yeah, I was actually just kind of struggling because um, the cops came down hard on this festival, dude, and uh, locked up my boy Wookie D. And uh, yeah, so we were just like working really hard to try and get Wookie out. And it was this whole thing with the cops. So we were just kind of like selling everything we could, working real hard on the lot, just trying to like just get that bail money for my homie, dude. Just fucking, oh, dude, it's fucking brutal. Oh, man, that sucks. Did you get Wookie D out or? Yeah, dude, we got Wookie D out, so it was it was pretty cool. It was nice having him back for a few weeks. Oh, he was only a few weeks, huh? Yeah, he got locked up a few weeks later. We just couldn't get that bail, so there was no, like, festivals or anything. That's rough. So you don't remember, like, much about the show or anything? Did they do, like, a fucking YouTube version of Digital Buddha? Uh, they did. They did do that. And it's fucking sick. The Perfume Buddha? Yeah, dude, that shit was sick, dude. Yeah. I don't remember much about uh, any of the music because it's a Camp Bisco. <laughs> what did you, you want me to break every festival I go to down? No, this that would be, uh, that'd be boring to break that down. Let's just talk about what's important. Let's just get down to the nitty gritty, you know? For sure, dude. Yeah, it's not all about the music, not at camp. Yeah, it's, it's a much bigger thing. I'll agree with you on that. But I will say this. If I am going to go by music, my third Camp Bisco in 2006, Camp Bisco 5, the in vocation i don't remember that but i do remember the roots holy shit and uh they had a great lineup that year at camp bisco five hunter mountain hunter mountain was like a real fucking mountain it was a ski mountain there were bears there were like reports of bears uh my homie quinn he played in this one he uh his band Moonbox or into a box at that time they they played camp bisco that was awesome i think he was my roommate at the time but musically Dude, I would say maybe best Camp Bisco musically was Camp Bisco 5, I feel like. Top to bottom, but definitely that first day, definitely that second set of day one of, of Camp Bisco 5. Dude, that, that's the fucking return of spray paint, dude. That is exactly what is happening. It, the return of spray paint. Spray paint, for those who don't know, took a hiatus. Uh, it came out somewhere in like 2001, 2002, right? 2002. And then it changed. It like got reworked and it wasn't really working. So they shelved it for a few years. And I was like, 
dude, no. You can't shelve this song. It's too good. Just return it back to the original version it was. And that's basically what they did. They took it off the shelf and they opened set two with the return of spray paint. I'm losing my mind. Um, Also, so much ecstasy. I may have puked also right before this set. I don't know. I have a history of doing that. So I am super fucking high. And hearing spray paint at Campus Go 5 is one of the top moments uh, for me um, with this band. The jam into Spaga is mind-blowing. The jam from Spaga, which is inverted, going into the Bizarre Scape is fantastic. And then Humu into Great Abyss, which is also inverted uh, for the first time, and then back into Spray Paint. Set to Campus Go 5. I put it up there with any other Campus Go set ever. It's fucking timeless. It's so good. And it's also like when I kind of really fell in love with Alan. I was like, this guy's bringing us to a whole different level. Kind of realized with Campus Go 5. And Night 2 is really, really good. The Kelly watched the stars sandwiched between House Dog was super cool. Actually, it was House Dog, Kelly watched the stars, House Dog, 7-Eleven ending into House Dog, into Voices, and then Cricket. So that set 2 of Campus Go 5 is also pretty damn cool. So musically, yeah, Campus Go 5, I'm putting it at the top of the ones that I've seen, at least, of the of the five that I went to. For sure, dude, yeah. I mean, again, I was, um, yeah, this one's kind of rough, dude. The cops were real bad this year, dude. Obviously, there was bears attacking us. Um, I got attacked twice by bears. Twice, Spun? Yeah, dude, yeah. One time he just looted our tent. Another time he was just, like, taking all these balloons and, like, not paying. It was, like, real fucking annoying, dude. So I don't know if you remember, but, yeah, cops were real bad at Camp Go 5, dude. Really cracking down. Yeah, I, I heard that. Yeah, I heard it was really bad. We had to definitely be... It, everybody was kind of sketched out there. I don't think we went back there for a while. Yeah, dude, it just wasn't a good mix, dude. Yeah, their people were way too strict, so... Dude, I, I fucking, like, rolled up, and I was slanging, like, Toyotas. I don't remember that pill. No, dude, not um, not ecstasy. I was actually, my, I had a couple boys with some Toyotas that I was trying to sell for a few grand, so we could go on the road. Oh, like actual cars. Yeah, 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 Toyotas, yeah, yeah. So, did you sell any? No, but I did a pretty kind trade for like six tanks. One of my boys, he was kind of pissed at first, but then I was like, dude, we're going to make money on these tanks, dude, so we'll be sick. So I just, yeah, I gave him the tanks. I was like, it's the best I could do. Your car's gone, dude. Oh, man. Okay, well, did he make money on the tanks? Nah, dude, that's when the fucking cops came, dude, busted him for all those tanks. Yeah, dude, he went to jail. So we spent the rest of Camp 5 just basically trying to slang, like, whatever we could to fucking get him out of jail, dude, to get him bail, dude. Oh, dude, did you, did you get him bail? Nah, dude, nah. We just, yeah, we just ended up spending that money on shit. Like, I think, like, food and drugs. Oh, uh, Okay. Yeah, dude, but, uh, so again, nothing, nothing about the music? Yeah, dude, I didn't really catch much of that. That's okay. It's all right. It's all good. I did do two Camp Biscos at the Indian Lookout Country Club, Mariahville, New York, uh, a place that hosted many Camp Biscos. I did Camp Bisco 6 and 7, and neither of these festivals had some, like, name attached to it. You know, the invocation or whatever. Like, uh, they, they don't seem to have a name with these ones. Yeah, I actually don't remember. I know I was at both of these camps for sure, Mariahville. Um, but, yeah, we were having a lot of trouble with the bikers and security there. They were way rougher, dude. So, Camp 6, dude, I only caught, like, the first set. 
first night, um, but missed the rest of the festival, unfortunately. Oh, dude. One of your one of your homies get locked up or something? No, I actually I got locked up. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got busted, huh? Fucking A dude, yeah. What you get busted selling? Uh grilled cheeses, dude. Uh what was that? Some kind of pressy or something? Nah, dude. Fucking grilled cheeses. Yeah, you you gotta have a fucking vendor permit, dude, to just to set up a tent with all the other like food vendors. And I and I definitely did not do that. Yeah, I was just trying to see how many cheesers I could sell. And uh yeah, they, they shut me down and they kicked me out, so Oh, but you didn't like get locked up. Well, yeah, not at first, but then, I don't know, I was just kind of acting the fool. So, like, I snuck back in, and then I started just slanging a whole bunch of uh, K, and uh, and then they, yeah, they caught me slanging the K, so then I got locked up. Damn, Spun, you're all about that dollar. You know it, dude. I'm just, like, G like that, dude, you know? Like, I do love the biscuits, I love music, but for me, dude, camp was, camp was just dollar signs, dude, and I had to capitalize. And you, you know, you, uh, you were doing the Lord's work, man. You were, you were giving a bunch of kids who were coming out to a music festival who were looking for, for good quality drugs and, and fun. And you were giving them that so that they could, uh, get funky with their drug bands. For sure, dude. I don't look at it like, you know, I'm some sketchball or whatever, dude. Like, I know I'm a wook, but like, I'm, I'm a wook with a heart, dude. Spun, that's why we all love you. For sure, dude. Yeah, I'll say this. Don't um, remember much about this. I had a great crew for these Camp Biscos. A whole bunch of songs you don't see anymore, which is kind of like looking back. I'm like, damn, Glastonbury? Everybody wanted that song to keep going. Termites? I remember that one. That was kind of cool. This 10-ton foot? I wasn't crazy about that one. First time played Paper Cut was at Camp Bisco 6, and I still love Paper Cut. Which, again, another one that people really want back in the rotation is Paper Cut. It's got something. For sure, dude. I love Paper Cut, man. Yeah, they should definitely bring that back. I don't know. They were just like on a weird tip right then. Termites and Paper Cuts and I don't know, dude. And then finally, yeah, I did the 2008. I did Camp Bisco 7, which featured the first ever meditation. It's got Chilled Briefly. First time played. Last time played? I don't know. It chilled briefly. Uh, I can't believe they had a song called Chilled Briefly. I have to go back and listen to some of these songs that I haven't even thought of. Killing Eleven was in the second set. That was another one that got played a few times and is gone. They did a Justice cover. Yeah, I remember it. It was cool. It was good. All of it was good. It was solid. It wasn't like the best shit happening any of these years, but it was solid. I know they continued at Mariahville for many years after that was the home for Camp Bisco. So I got to do the first few, and then I know they moved over to Montage Mountain and uh, and did that for a few years. Is that with the theme park, like slides and water park and shit? Oh, man, that would have been sick. I wish I could have done that with you guys, but uh, we'll have to save my Speedo for another day. But yeah, do you remember anything about the Camp Bisco 7 spawn? Yeah, dude, this is where I met my girl, dude. Oh, really? This is where you met Althea? Yeah, dude, Althea... Dude, yeah, she was she was at these shows, and so I mean, this was basically just like some of the sickest, you know, biscuits for me because I was just with you know my queen. So we've been through it all together, dude. I know, yeah, you guys have been together for a really long time. We've been together, we've been apart, we've been in jail, we've been out on bail, you know, we've been in the courts, we've been in the lots, you know, we we've been through it all, dude. She's my rider tie dye. That's pretty cool, man. Uh, I'm happy for you, buddy. Yeah, I, I'm, I remember when you guys met. She's great. We'll have to have her on the pod sometime. Yeah, I mean, she's not really down with, like, talking a lot. And you know her. She's, like, pretty, pretty.
pretty quiet or whatever. But maybe I can bring her on sometime. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, we'd like that, man. Uh, Spun, I just want to say it's, thank you for stopping by the season a few more times. It's always great to talk with you. And, and stay safe out there, man. We will talk again next season. We'll definitely have you back, all right? Maybe with Althea. For sure, dude. Yeah, it's always a pleasure, man. All right, give it up for Spun Rob, everybody. All right, our next guest are a band that have been around for decades and decades. They are a staple of the jam band scene and have been for a very long time. Incredibly talented musicians, an incredibly fun bunch of guys. That's what I know. And I wanted to learn more about these guys who have been in this game so long and have really carved out their own huge fan base and yeah we couldn't be more thrilled to finally get here on the podcast one of the biggest bands in the jam band world ladies and gentlemen give it up for mo Woo! all right yeah. oh yeah baby oh. Woo! Come on, man. all right Woo! Yeah, baby. Uh, baby. oh you guys are amped up fucking ain't it oh whoa oh yeah baby good to fucking be here dude uh, crushing on my face. Uh, yeah. Woo. All right. Rock and roll. What's up, How ladies? How we doing out there, chicks? Woo. Looking good, Ow. mama. Whoa, fellas. All right. Coming in real hot. Mo, everybody. First thing you need to know about us, Bubba Dave, we fucking Ow. party. Oh, drink, 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 yeah! All right! You guys want any blow? Let's do it! Yeah. All right! Yeah. All right! You want some fucking blow? Uh, yes, but no. I'm not gonna not gonna do any right now. Oh, fucking all right. Come on, let's do some. Nah, normally I'd say yes, but I'm trying to be professional. Well, that's not fucking rock and roll, dude. Tell him, man. Yeah, man. I'll show you rock and roll. Show him, Al. I've got this eight-foot bong. Oh, the eight-foot bong. It's the Octobomb. Oh, shit, dude. That's a huge fucking bong. You want to watch me fucking rip the whole fucking thing? Octobomb. Octobomb. Watch this above the Dave. This is rock and roll right here. God, that was insane. Oh my God, you guys are fucking intense, dude. I had no idea you guys raged like this. Does anyone want any fucking speed? I'll take I'll some. Take five. I'll take six. Oh my God, Jesus. Oh man, you guys are, you guys a little old for this Fuck shit? No, dude. We're fucking rock and roll till we die. You said it, Jim. That's right, die. dude. Or seriously injured. Yeah, what Rob said. Well, it's so nice to have you guys fucking here. You guys like aren't like this like all the time, right? Oh, dude, you should go on the tour bus with us, dude. It's a fucking rager every day and night. Yeah, dude, it's just so fucking sick to be on the road with Mo, dude. Yeah, we're either drinking, fighting, or fucking- oh, someone's phone. Whose phone is that? Someone's phone. Oh, it's phone. me. Oh, it's my wife. Hey, babe. How we doing? Yeah. Sure, sure, yeah. I can pick Betsy up from soccer. Hour and a half? Sure, babe, I'll be there. Of course. I love you. No, I love you more. Okay. Love you, babe. What the fuck were we talking about? 
Dude, the bus life. Oh my god, we've dude. We've never been pulled over because we're fucking raging the whole time. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, baby. Anyone want to do any fucking heroin? Heroin? You didn't, why didn't you say so? I'll need some heroin. How do you guys want to do it? You want to snort it? You want to shoot it? I'll shoot it in my eye. Whoa, guys, guys. Wow, you guys are intense, huh? Here's the thing above the Dave. We've been doing this for decades and decades, and we are one of the biggest and baddest jam bands in the world. Got it. We've been fucking partying since day one. We'd never stop. We'd never even fucking slow down. If anything, we've gotten harder. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. said to ourselves a long time ago, we're going to fucking party till we drop. Because we're fucking rock and roll. <laughs> Whose phone is that? Got it. Hold on. Yeah, it's me. It's my, it. it's my daughter. All right, yeah. Guys, guys, Chuck's daughter's on the phone. Hey, Tyler. How are you? <gasps> yeah? Oh, that's so great. What, what does she do? Yeah, okay. All right. Your ballet recitals on Tuesday? Of course, honey, yeah. Yeah. Can I come? Hey, can I come? Uh, do you think I can invite Jamie? And Al? I can take one right now. Oh, good, good, yeah. What can I do for you, honey? Um, did, what did your brother say? No. Well, no. Of course that's not true, honey. Yeah. You're my brother, though, aren't you? Yeah. I'll be home soon. Yeah. And I'm going to make Dad's famous meatloaf. Yeah. <gasps> That's right, baby. Of course I'll have the potatoes on the side. All right. I'll be home soon to make dinner. All right, sweetheart. <clears throat> you should see us fucking backstage, dude. Oh, my you God, show. Dude. Blasting K and fucking banging strippers. Rock and fucking roll, dude. That's what we are, man. We just fucking bleed that shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, everybody oh, fucking oh, chug oh. a beer. Wow, man, you guys are really throwing me for a loop. I, I don't know. I just, you guys really are uh, the real deal here, huh? You guys just party on the van, you know, before the shows. Don't forget about after the fucking shows, dude. That's when we really turn the Raging, fuck up, banging, fucking, and breaking shit. Yeah, yeah, we oh. like fucking breaking shit in a fucking hotel room, highest. Fuck on meth. Yeah, I could use some fucking meth right We're now. We're out of meth right hey, now. I got this fucking half ounce of shrooms. Give me the fucking shrooms. I'm going to shoot some into my eye. Whoa, guys. Whoa. He just ate a fucking half ounce of shrooms. Chase it with the beer, baby. Yeah, no. We're at the hotel after hours. That's when the shit goes. Oh, who's that? Yeah, that's me. That's my wife. Yeah, hold on. Everybody, my, my wife. Shh, shh. Hey, sweetheart. Yeah? Of course. Stop at the store? Of course. I got, I got you. What do you What do you need? CVS? Okay, great. What can I get you? All right, tampons? All right. Astroglide? Okay. Mucinex? All right, great, honey. Ward off? Okay, sure. Anything else, babe? Some badges here? Yeah, I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. Here you go. Get him. Get that bag. Got it. Got it, babe. All right. Yeah, I'll stop at CVS on the way home. All right. See you soon. Love you so much. Bye, babe. All right, I got this list, everybody. Burn it. Oh, I'm going to fucking burn it. I am. Burn yeah. It. Burn I'm burning that yeah, fucking yeah, list, right. baby. Rock and roll. Oh, dude, she's calling you back. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, babe. What's that? Oh, you forgot an item? 
One more item for the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the list somewhere. Pick up my what? Oh, Viagra? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I'll pick up that Viagra. Thanks for reminding me, babe. Love you, too. Okay. Al, what's that all about? Yeah, I'll... Viagra, huh? Yeah, man. That's not rock and roll. Uh, I mean, you guys never fucking popped fucking Molly and fucking a Viagra? What are you, a bunch of fucking rookies? I'm rock and roll. I got fucking Viagra. I'm getting fucking Xanax. Wait till you take a fucking Viagra and fucking a 10 strip, motherfuckers. Oh, whoa, dude. That is rock and roll. Yeah, man. Whoa, sorry we doubted you, Al, dude. That's fucking rock. I can't wait to take a Viagra. Me too. Me too. Yeah, fucking rock and roll. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. But guys, we're gonna have to actually go to CVS sooner than later because it's getting a little late. All right, let's go to CVS. You guys want to do some coke oh, first? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Oh shit, dudes. Catch you later, oh, motherfucker. Yeah. Be on this podcast. Oh man, uh, sucks. You guys gotta go. You guys are fucking rock and roll dude that's fucking right dude come on guys we gotta go i gotta be home by 10 oh, that's nice you guys you can stay out till 10 all right yeah my curfew is actually nine my wife wants me home at nine. Oh man yeah i'm nine too can you drop me off first i'm late for dinner yeah we got you we got you rob all right guys thank you so much for coming on by ladies and gentlemen give it up for mo Well, they are a lovely bunch. So, that is... Hey, above the Dave. Hey, what's going on, Vinny? Hey, I got some uh, some guests here for you. Oh, who do we got? Yeah, they just walked in. It's uh, some guy and his little kid. Oh, that's Madness. Oh, they got the fucking Helping Friendly book. Yes, yes, yes. You can bring them out, Vinny. All right, boss. Hey, fucking guy and his fucking kid. Let's go. Hey, Matt. Esther, how we doing? I'm good. Hi, Matt. How you doing? I'm great. Thanks. Lisa's been chewing my ear off about getting over here. So sorry it's taken me these last couple weeks. Been pretty busy. It's all right, dude. Um, just so happy you brought this book back. And Matt, Esther, I am so sorry that I have to take this book back. Um, it's just very important to someone and or a group of people. And I, I was not aware of how important it was, Esther. Yeah, I really like the book. That's what I heard. You read the book? Yeah, I read the whole book many times. Many, many times. Like, this many. Oh, man. It's my favorite book I ever had. <sighs> Esther, I am so, so sorry. And I just want you to know that instead of having this book, I'm giving you all of these books that we have ordered uh, that I think you're going to love. And there's so many great ones. Wow, I really like this book, but I know. I'll give it to you. That's what the book would tell me to do. Oh, yeah? It would tell you to give it, give it back? Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Man, this is a big book. I can't believe you read all this. Yeah, it's a really big book. Yes, it is, honey. So you have a lot of other books for her? I do. Let's uh, let's go grab those for you. Hold on one second. Marco. Yes. Marco, can you go grab the... Uh-oh. What's that? Uh, Marco? Yes. Uh, okay. Guys, um, Esther, Matt, I'm going to have to ask you to come back over here. Let's just kind of hide behind this desk here because it. this is the... Um, this is the portal to Gamehenge sound. So that means that someone from another world is about to enter the podcast studio. Okay, so nothing really. Well, Matt, you love fish, right? Yeah, more than anything in the world, including my wife. Yes, well, um, and my kids. Yeah, okay. And, uh, well, uh, that's a portal to Gamehenge. And this book I'm holding right now 
is the helping friendly bird. <laughs> oh my god. It's Wilson. Wilson. That's right. I am here for my bug. Daddy, who is that? Oh, that's a very, very evil man. Wilson, I know what you want, and you are not going to get it. I am not going to give you this book. Oh, you won't, will you? But don't you understand about the Dave? Any man who holds it is a crook. Well, call me a crook, but I'm not giving it up. Well, then I'll just have to come and take it. Hey! Uh, 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 hey, get off me! Uh, uh, damn it! Uh. I've got it! See you suckers never! He's, he's trying to run back to the portal! Oh no! Oh no, he's taking the book through the portal! Wait! Wait, there's someone else in the closet! Oh my god, is that? Oh! 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 my god, it's Michael Kang. He's come back. Oh my god, Michael Kang. Dude, you just fucking knocked out Wilson with your fucking mandolin? What's happening here, Mother Dave? He tried to take the Helping Friendly book. What's the Helping Friendly book? Yeah, dude. Oh, fuck, What's this? Oh, it is like a fucking bug. Oh my god, Kang, what are you doing? Oh my god, you just threw the book through the portal. Dude, you just threw the book into another world. Oh. Is Wilson dead? Dude, I think you killed Wilson. Oh, let me check. Oh. Yeah, he's dead. Confirmed. <laughs> Whoa. Damn. Wow. You just fucking ended Wilson. That's fucking sick, dude. Welcome back, dude. Michael Kang, everybody. Okay. All right, dude. See you later, man. I didn't realize when you said that this book was important for other people that you meant for uh, all the wizards and all that. Yeah, it's a hard one to try to tell someone seriously. You kind of have to see it to believe it. That's so crazy. That's Wilson. Yeah, he's, he's an ugly motherfucker. Yeah. Probably get going. Esther, baby, come on. Step away from that door. What are you doing over there? Kong. Baby, what are you doing? Step away from that janitor door. Kong. Esther, Esther, it's not Rich safe. Rich in minerals. Rich, Rich in, in fur. fur. Kangwell in Montland. Fervent force. Mere fervent fist. Forever a rule we curl. Be an ever so voraciously authentic. We call upon your body. Can we stand? Can we steer? We can stage a runaway golf course marathon. Esther, what are, you, what are you shouting there? Dude, you know what she's shouting? Stand up! Holy shit. Stand, Stand up. up! Is she? 
Stand up on your heels and call. From the hills. From the hills. From the hills. Honey, please step away. You have to step away from that portal. Daddy. What is it, baby? Mr. About the day. Yeah, Esther? This is this is where I belong. What's that, baby? I love you, Daddy. Honey, Esther, no! Esther! Esther! No! Where'd she go? What? Where's the portal? Where's it gone? Show me that portal thing. Dude, it's it's gone. The portal's gone. Marco, what what is it? I don't I don't, I don't know. It just looks like a normal Janice Kaiser now. Oh fuck. Dude. Oh my god. Lisa's gonna fucking kill me. Lisa's gonna kill me. Oh god. Sh what am I gonna tell her? Our daughter's in game hench? Uh shit. Yeah, I don't know. That there was a portal there that could be opened. And now it just looks like the janitor closet from last season. So I, unfortunately I feel like it's been shut and closed and I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's here anymore, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. Oh God, she's gonna fucking kill me. All right, I'll see you guys soon. All right, see you later, see you later Matthew. We're gonna dispose of Wilson's dead body. Uh, actually, he just melted. He just did what? Uh, he just, um, I don't think he just melted. His whole body just melted. Oh my God, you're right. It just fucking melted into the floor. Oh, damn, that's fucking gross. Some Roger Rabbit shit right there. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to be cleaning this up, and we're going to have to end it here because we've gone pretty long. But, uh, guys, I just want to thank you so much for listening this season. I thank my guest today, Spun Rob, for coming in. Uh, the band Mo for chatting with me for a little bit. And also uh, Michael Kang and Wilson. So, yeah, that's uh, that's going to do it for episode 40. Thank you all so much for listening. And I will be back in a few months for season three. Already so many exciting guests and, and fun things planned. So very excited to get that over to you guys this summer. So we'll see you then. Thank you so much for listening. I have been your host, Above the Dave. And this has been another episode of The Lot Season.